This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. We're going, going to go over the conservation easements and how you can get a tax deduction for your land even while you still own the land and control the land um, just with some restrictions on it. But we've got to go over the details. There are some very specific details and you do not want to misunderstand what this means and what doing a conservation easement does for your property. It's just not something you want to mess with, but make sure you get the details first, understand the opportunity, understand the downside, and then decide from there if it's something you want to move forward with. So I'll, I'll give you some background, or maybe not some background, but some just overview of what this is. A conservation easement deduction is a deduction for landowners when they have placed a restriction on their property, which is, which is an easement, uh, a restriction on their property from being developed in certain ways. And there's all sorts of different easements that can be placed onto a property um, but this one <clears throat> specifically is an easement that would reduce the value of your property. And what happens for you is that you get a deduction for the property based on how much of the value was reduced. Um, here's here's an example of it. Let's say that you bought, let's say you bought, let's say you've had land for 10 years and you paid a million dollars for this land. And whether it's five acres or a hundred acres, the same concepts will apply. But so you've got this million dollars of land. So you you paid a million dollars on it and you're trying to decide if you want to sell the property. But you've, and let's say the property based on its maximum and best use value that you can get out of it and say, it, let's say it's it's zoned in a certain way where it can be developed or it's entitled and you could be, you could be putting houses on the property or whatnot. And let's say you got this property, you paid a million, and right now it's worth $3 million. And let's say you you don't really want to sell it. Maybe it's part of your family or you want to keep some control of the property in, in whatever way. But it's worth $3 million. You paid $1 million for it. Here's what a conservation easement can do for you. Um, if right now it's worth $3 million, but let, let's say you go and work with a land trust organization and you decide like, okay, what would happen if we put a conservation on, easement on here? And what that conservation easement would do is it, it would restrict you from developing that property. It would likely restrict you from putting up any buildings, any roads, um, any landscaping. It, it, it might restrict you on a lot of those things. And but it might not. In some cases, there might be conservation easements where you could be allowed to say put in a road or you could do in a conservation easement to allow public access to enjoy certain parts of your land. There's all sorts of details that you'd have to work through with the land trust organization. But once you determine the type of conservation easement that would be possible, it would likely put quite a bit of restriction and limitation on what you could do with that property. So you got a $3 million property before you do any sort of easement. And now let's say you work with the land trust organization and they say, okay, well, we can place this conservation easement on there. You've got to leave so many acres open to public access or completely open, kind of untouched and just leave the habitat the way it was. 
and let's say you're after your uh, yeah your after easement value is back down to a million dollars. Let's say like back what back down to what you paid for it originally. So then you've got to decide if, if you've got a three million dollar property, is it worth it to place a conservation easement on it and have that property technically reduced in value down to a million dollars? So you, in a way, you're losing out on two million dollars of equity. Um, you've got to decide if that's worth it. The benefit to you is that reduced value from what it could be sold for at its maximum best use value, say it's going to be developed, what it could be sold for, that $3 million, whatever it's reduced down to, in this case, back down to your million dollars, back down to that million dollars, that is a conservation easement deduction of $2 million. So if you can use a $2 million deduction, let's say you've, you've got a business on the other side or you've had some capital gain, that conservation easement deduction will look like a charitable donation and it'll be treated like a charitable deduction. So that can offset, that can offset whatever other income you have. And in that year, if you did the conservation easement, you would have a $2 million charitable deduction in a sense. And if you had $2 million of other income that year, you wouldn't pay any tax on that. So whatever your tax bracket is at that amount of income, your tax bracket is probably over 40%. So you take 40% times $2 million, that's the conservation easement deduction. In this example, you would save taxes of about $800,000. So you've got to decide if it's worth it. So on one hand, you could sell the property and make $2 million from what you originally paid for, or you could keep the property, you retain ownership, you still have control over it, at least on the ownership side, maybe not on the development side, but you, you still own that property, it's still in your name. And you get an $800,000 tax benefit instead. So you've got to decide what's worth it for you. It's normally like normally selling it would get you more cash. If you're just looking for cash out of it, that would make more sense likely. But if you're looking to keep more land or you want it in your family or you want to be conserving the land and keeping more open space and green space and maybe adding trails and public access, if you want to be involved in that, this is a great way to keep your land, but also get a tax deduction for it. So hopefully that makes sense. It's like the, the quick overview of the, the process again would be, well, one, the requirement is that you need to own the land. You need to own the land. And in some cases there are, there are syndicated conservation easement deals, which are under a little more IRS scrutiny lately, but a syndicated deal is where a group of investors pools together to buy land where they think they're, or they join a partnership where that owns land, where they think there might be an opportunity for a deduction. But just know that is a possibility as well for a deduction is joining one of those conservation easement syndications. But typically it would be land that you own completely. And that land needs to have a restriction placed on it. And the use of it would need to be uh, limited because of this conservation easement. And you get the deduction when the, the value of it goes down like the pre the pre conservation easement easement value compared to the post easement value, that change in value would become your tax deduction. So that's kind of the quick overview of it. And then the process for it would be that you need to work with a land trust organization. Well, and, and that's not always the case. Sometimes there are other organizations that could help you with setting up the conservation easement, but it's typically land trust, which is a nonprofit organization, and you need to determine the current value. 
for what it could be used for, or what it could be sold for. You'd need to get an appraisal for that. And then you work out the details of the easement, the restrictions, the limitations, determine what that conservation easement would look like. And then after that's done, you'd get another appraisal. Now, assuming that the easement is in place and you need to determine what that value is after the easement so you can compare it to the before easement value to get that spread. And then, of course, the difference between the maximum pre-easement value and then the new value after the easement is placed, that becomes your tax deductions. And then whatever year that that easement is placed, that's the year that you could take the, the tax deduction on your tax returns. So hopefully that helps helps make sense. There's a lot of moving pieces to it, but make sure you're working with professionals on it. It's a lot of times the land trust organizations will be very, very helpful with that to determine what the kind of the ins and outs of all that. But I know it can help you increase your wealth and decrease your taxes. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.